Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Megan Zucra, who is a holistic lifestyle coach. Megan, how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well, and thanks for coming on. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Sure. Well, my name is Megan. I got just the best introduction ever from Timothy. Um, I obviously I'm a holistic lifestyle coach. I live in Southern California and what I love to do for fun is I'm a songwriter. I'm a poet. I play the piano and, um, what's the other thing I do? Go to the beach, obviously not obvious, but you'd be surprised how many Southern Californianers don't go to the beach. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's my, uh, that's my recreational fun. My occupational fun is like you said, a holistic lifestyle coach. And what I specifically do is help busy adults ease their way into a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Yes. Easy adults to a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Yes. And the key word there is ease into it. Because mm. we don't want to have a life, lifestyle changes are hard. And if we don't ease into it, they're not going to stick. So you might as well go slow and enjoy the process. I love that you said that because um, there's this book called The Compound Effect. And he talks about just doing what you can be consistent with. So that idea of easing into things that you want to stick is so key because you'll start to build momentum as you ease into it. So I love that. Right. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about how long you've been writing songs, playing piano, writing poetry. Thank you for asking. Um, I've probably been writing songs for only a couple of months. I've been writing poetry since 2018, maybe. And that all started, I, I don't, I can't share my first poem ever, but I can remember, I can remember the exact day and time I wrote my first poem ever. Um, and those were inflicted by some personal pain and that just kind of spiraled to the fun, the fun, the growing, the learning, the heartbreaks, the breakups, the challenges with running a business and being in different relationships. So it's kind of evolved into songwriting from there, which is just so much fun. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Will you publish your first poem in a poetry book? Um, I've technically gotten one published on the internet. Um, but they will, I definitely have a book in the works. There's a, I've got a compilation of over 600 poems that I'm trying to sift through to narrow it down to like 30 for the first book. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> will the very first one you wrote be a part of those 30? Definitely. There we go. All right. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit more about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? It's a great question also, but making an impact. Like I just love being able to, I was a personal trainer before holistic lifestyle coach. I still am a personal trainer here and there. Um, but 
being able to see the impact that teaching somebody something new can have on their lives and how it can improve their quality of life and their relationships, their mentality, their physicality. And yeah, just, just the fact that anything that I can do can have an impact on somebody's life just is what gets me out of bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I love that. I think, um, I love how like pure that is in its essence, like just making an impact. Cause I think it's like ultimately what we're all like trying to do, you know? And when we're not feeling fulfilled, it's because we're lacking that impact on other people in our life. So kudos to you for going after it. I just kind of want to say, like, generally speaking, I think sometimes it's hard when I think like you're saying, everybody wants to make a difference in somebody's life, but sometimes our material needs can get in the way of doing that. And we lose sight of what's actually the goal. And I think on some deep level, every human's goal is to be able to make an impact. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I will, um, it's kind of like tangential. I've never thought I would use that word. Well, I don't even know what that word means. Enlighten me, please. (laughs) I don't even know if I used it correctly. So if I didn't, let me know. But it's like, um, kind of like a side, side thought, like side, um, just a little sidestep. So it's not quite what you just said, but, um, I experienced that a little bit when I was in college, I have two big goals in my life, financial freedom for myself and my family, and then alleviating poverty around the world. And, um, I was trying to just jump into that in college and realize, man, I'm dead broke. (laughs) And like that financial struggle was getting in the way of me, like actually being able to make an impact. And I was trying to figure out ways to like alleviate poverty while like making a profit. And then I thought about one day, I was like, I'm sure there's a way to do this, but it's just not how I want to do it. (laughs) So I like took a step back and started focusing on other things, but that's what you're saying just made me think of. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, let's jump into your dreams and goals now. Um, What's your vision for your business and your vision for your life? It's a great question for asking it like that. Um, for my, my business, it really just comes down to being a source of inspiration and motivation for other people like that. I want to be known for that. I want world of wellness to be known for that, of like this place that you can go to from one, learn from other experts and their respective fields. That's why I have my podcast World of wellness podcast to be able to bring on experts and like interview them. And if this is something that resonates with you, go run with it. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not your one-stop shop. I'm the watering hole. And so I hope to be like a source of inspiration for other people. And, and yeah, sure. My, my, in addition to that is helping people build that holistic lifestyle. And just like my whole, um, my whole lifestyle has evolved you know, and I've been with different teachers and I've done different programs and I hope to just kind of be like this starting point for people who want to be healthier, who want to be healthy, happier, healthier, and who also want to make an impact in their lives and reach their own personal and professional potential. So does that answer? It's not specific on what it looks like, but that's like the goal of the business, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Being that source of inspiration and motivation for other people. I love it. I love it. Do you have, um, like things you're trying to accomplish this year that you want to talk about, or do we just want to leave it at that for the business goals? No, we can't. I mean, my big thing is, um, my big, my big fat, hairy, audacious goal 
is just keep, keep keeping with the corporate wellness. And I realized that running a business online is challenging. Um, and it's really kind of word of mouth and I'm like, okay, without starting a brick and mortar again, like how can I get in front of more people and how can I share this with more people and kind of going to where groups are and being able to teach on a group perspective. And, um, that looks like you start with the lunch and learn. And then one of my programs is added value with the lunch and learn. And then there's another five, five series workshop with a whole another program that goes into more depth on building a holistic lifestyle. So I hope to get that out to the world a lot more with them this, this year when I will, I'm excited about it. There we go. There we yeah. go. So you got some different programs that you're trying to get and you do it on a uh, corporate level. So you're like kind of going into businesses and doing exactly. this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love so it. He, yeah. He would bring me in. I would give a presentation either once or over a series of five weeks. And then you would have access to my online programs with doing that as well. There we go. And do you have a target business? that you go after or is it like anywhere from Google to mom pop? Um, it's going to be more of tech companies where people are sitting for long periods of times. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. There we go. I love mm-hmm. it. Thank well, you. visions for your life since we kind of got the business side squared. <laughs> if we're going to talk about my dream life, it would, I, here's what I picture. <laughs> Hit me with it. Oh my gosh. It's more just where I'm at, but I just picture myself in a big house in Malibu with the piano in the middle of the room. And here's the addition to here thing where I'm writing songs like that. That's just, you have no idea how much I want to do that. Um, and I also have this vision of hosting small group retreats in my home and, and teaching this holistic lifestyles with like yoga, meditation, exercise, walking, meditation, Tai Chi, breathing, food, getting connected to the food. That's kind of what I, I mean, that's kind of business, but it's also like personally what's going to make me fulfilled and kind of having that be the, just like the little, um, you know, like the fun thing I do, but really be a, you have no idea how stoked I am about songwriting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So big house project. Yes. Yes. Piano in the middle of the room. And yes. You're writing songs. Now, do you go perform these songs or do you just write them? I'm just the writer. <laughs> gotcha. I might. Um, I have, I have to be honest. I'm a little bit of a rapper. <laughs> I write, <laughs> um, I write rap songs in addition to <laughs> That was really unexpected. I know it was really <laughs> unexpected from a lot of things from a lot of people that I write rap songs. <laughs> okay, well, you have to rap. I knew you first. were gonna ask me that. <laughs> right now. Yeah, so right now, just favorite rap song, twenty seconds. Well, do you want my own rap song, or do you want me to rap a rap song? You can do your own rap song. That's what I would prefer. But if you don't want okay. to do that, you can also do whatever. What is the context of your audience here? Because there's one of two raps I can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's just people who are feeling stuck in their life and they want to okay. take that next step. So that could be a 12-year-old kid listening right now. Okay. So we're going to go with the second one then. All right. 
It goes out here in Malibu, me and my best friend. We chilling us too. We vibing, we rotting, transcribing, living the dream. Doing most of you think may seem like a far-fetched reality. We made it our priority, writing our true story. Living in the present, our God is iridescent. Lighting the way so we don't go astray in a land we stay. We writing our story, living life for glory. <laughs> we writing our story, living life for glory. Always having a blast, letting go of the past. You want me to do more? I love it. I love it. You, okay. you can go for the rest of the podcast. If you oh, want. gosh. <laughs> no, that's fine. I love it. Well, that was uh, the first verse of one. Can't give it all away. Can we Can we find this somewhere or is it not? Definitely out? not. This is this is all noggin all right here. Mm, gotcha. For gotcha. right now. <laughs> is, this, is this the first podcast that you've like performed it on? Um, Definitely. This is definitely the first time um I, I i have rapped publicly for somebody just casually at a table but this is the first time that um this would be public that rap. is amazing when your rap goes viral put this podcast all right all right <laughs> so can, first one so i can ride I the I'm, coattails <laughs> i might have to call my name m sizzle mc mc hammer mc m sizzle <laughs> I'm just kidding. Honestly, like my whole vision is that Lizzo would rap my other rap song. So bad. (laughs) Amazing. I know. You didn't expect this, did you? I'm sure not. Not at all. I definitely (laughs) thought it was going to be more like, dude, forgive me for my assumptions, but like Taylor Swift or like. No. I really like the other one better. But it's it's basically um, the moral of it is you. I'm gonna tell you how to treat me like I deserve. If you don't bro bad though, I gotta surf. I know my worth, and I give birth to my dreams, realities. I'm a tease as a please. I'm a model. I'll do me. I'm in my power. Dude, that's really good. I love it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I am excited for it. To, you got to get it out there. I know it's coming. <laughs> All right, so do you, like, play piano to these rap songs? Um, No. So I first wrote a just a normal song, and I was singing it, and I started taking singing lessons because I was hurting my voice trying to sing the song that I wrote. And I, I literally have the only music background that I have was, like, choir in seventh grade or, like, general music education in eighth grade. My dad played the guitar growing up, so I kind of had that a little bit, but um, the piano started because I, I decided that I don't want to be good at singing, but I want to be able to put melodies to the music that I'm writing because I, I'm, I, I, I just, it feels maybe it's in my comfort zone of like, I don't want to be the performer. I don't want to try to do that. Like I would rather be, I'd rather kind of give a light to somebody else and feel satisfied from writing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure there's going to be a point in time where I get up on stage and play the piano and sing my song and sing my rap song also. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I got to demo it right before some famous singer can sing it. There we go. Well, awesome. Um, I know that you said hosting small group retreats at your big house in Malibu. And so tell us a little bit more about that. So in your ideal life, is this like you, you like play the piano, you write these songs, you host a small group retreats and that's kind of, that's your life. Like that's it. Gardening. I would love to be able to garden and grow my own food, surf, 
I mean, I just, yeah, those are, I would love to be able to, I want to keep learning. Like I want to keep teaching. I'm always going to keep learning and teaching, but if my day could be wake up, surf, read a book, teach a seminar, play the piano, write a song, garden, cook my own food, meditate, do yoga. I'd be a happy girl. (laughs) And I, I honestly kind of already do that. Just not in the, um, giant house that I would like, which I don't even need a giant house, but you know, you have the vision, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love those um, small group retreats. Um, how much do you think that big house in Malibu costs? Definitely over a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I'm just thinking because I'm thinking about, um, I've been learning a lot about mergers and acquisitions lately. Mm-hmm. I'm a big real estate guy, but apparently acquiring and growing businesses is a lot like value add multifamily real estate. And you can get small business loans on these things um, at like 90% leverage, which I know is a lot, but if your business can cover the cash flow, et cetera, et cetera, all the numbers we don't have to get into right now. But <laughs> you might be able to get somebody else to buy that for you, slash an investor who sees the vision to help you out with that, to accelerate that. We'll see. <laughs> yep. I just want to, I just want to point that out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like mergers and acquisitions. And stuff. Awesome. So dreams and goals. We got being a source of inspiration and motivation for other people in yes. your business. And then you, yes. we got the big house in Malibu, piano, writing songs, hosting small group retreats, gardening, surfing, yes. yoga, meditation. Yes. Is there anything else that you want to chat about before we move on? <sighs> One other big goal I have here, it's not related to the house, but my goal is to be able to take my entire family on vacation. Mm. My family has been so good to me and just spoiled me my whole life. And I want to be able to do it for all of them as like, thanks for being so good to me, putting up with all of my nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I think, uh, my parents were really stressed raising six kids. Oh my gosh. Yep. And I'm finally in a position where I can, I've learned a lot about generating and multiplying income and I just need to do it so I can help them out. Yeah. And I like the spot. To, I like to be in that spot, but more so I would like to be at the point where I'm taking them on the vacation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> there are one or two people that you can meet right now. And this could be a specific person or a type of person. And they would really help you take the next step towards that big house in Malibu, piano in the middle of the room. Who would they be and how would they do it? Um, those are also great questions with the, how would they do it? Um, I would love to work with Paul Check, and Paul Check is the pioneer of holistic lifestyle coaching. And he's who I've taken all of my courses through with holistic lifestyle coaching and, He is so beyond his time with what he teaches with holistic lifestyle coaching and what he's been teaching for the last 30 plus years. And it's just very inspiring. And I know that I have a lot to learn. Um, I don't know how specifically I would just like to learn from him, like to like, kind of like be in the presence of somebody like him to like, see how he lives his life and how he applies things. And I know that he you know, he's got a garden, he's got a rock garden where he exercises out there, but just really taking all of the things that I'm learning to the next level and <clears throat> being immersed in the natural world even more. Mm. Cause I know he does that. Um, 
I want to meet Miley Cyrus so bad. And I, I think her and I could be good friends. On, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, you see, how I'm like so serious, but I'm like, we could be friends. <laughs> Um, but here's what I love about Miley Cyrus is she is so in alignment with who she is and does not care what anybody else thinks. And to be that secure in yourself, and I'm sure like we all have our insecurities, but to, to put yourself out into the world in your most authentic self, I think is the best gift that you can give anybody like and, and this took me a long time to unlearn. Like I, I had to unlearn that <clears throat> my job doesn't define me. What I wear doesn't define me. And, and to, in the sense of my identity has previously been attached to my job. So for me to not have that job anymore, I, like I had a, I had a brick and mortar that I lost in 2020. And so that was traumatic for me because my whole identity was around being a business owner, owning a gym, having 300 clients <laughs> coming in. And then to have that all gone, I'm like, who am I? Where do I fit in this world? <laughs> so, so she was a really good example to me of like, you, you don't have to hide anything of who you are. Cause like, I'm, I, I, I like the fact that I'm like this, um, scientific hippie girl. <laughs> like one of, one of my like main bigger goals is to bridge this gap between spirituality and science and make the weird things not as weird, but also like bring into this scientific aspect of health and just life into spirituality and science, like I said. Ooh. Um, so yeah, so I just think we'd get along in that sense. And I would just love to jam with somebody like her. And you know what the other thing that is this, and so inspiring about her is she is my age and she works with icons, Billy Idol, Joan Jett, she sang with Metallica. Like these people seem out of reach to a lot of people, but she puts herself out there and she works with them. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I also, um, honestly, when you, like first when you said it, I would have been surprised, but after hearing the rap thing, I'm kind of like, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. But I love it. And I love that you said you want to bridge the gap between spirituality and science because, you know, I've actually been uh, learning a lot about, like, law of attraction and, like, manifesting stuff. And, mm. you know, I've just um, <clears throat> in like, really reading Napoleon Hill, having people on the podcast who talk a lot about it. One, we always say it's really woo-woo, but then when you think about it and you think about, like, life and just how it works, it really does start to make sense. And, like, the more, like, spiritual stuff really does line up with some of the more sciencey stuff. There are some still some big disconnects, but right. you can start to see kind of um, how it's connecting. So I like that you want to bridge that gap. Well, and I even like what you said with um, talking about Napoleon Hill, because that book, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about that kind of stuff of being in alignment with what you want to create. And I, I don't really like the word manifesting, but I get it. Um, I, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the feeling that comes from manifesting, but I, I agree with manifesting and maybe that's a um, resistance block I have right here, but think about that book was written in 1932, you know? So if we're talking about um, spirituality and manifesting and being in alignment in 1932. Like that's definitely still applicable a hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah. It should absolutely. 
No, I, I actually agree. I don't like a lot of the um, the words around it. Yeah. But I'm like, the concepts, they just hold true. And they're happening, like, every day. Like, you, like, like think about your thoughts and then think about how they line up with the reality that you're living in. You know, I'm actually really happy that you said that because that kind of gave me, I've, I've, I have a project that I've been struggling, (laughs) struggling to do, but you made me think like, what are my thoughts around doing that? But what am I actually trying to create? And my thoughts are not in alignment with what I'm trying to create. So thank you. Of course. That'll be $500. No, I'm just Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, if, um, not if. Name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish your dreams. I mean, (laughs) don't worry, I had an answer planned out for this, but you throw me off here. Um. One, be curious, be curious enough to get out of your comfort zone and learn something new. Um, Two, I would say value your own health, because at the end of the day, your health is all you have. And in the sense, being curious about your health and things that you can do to better improve it, because there are a lot of unknown things in this realm of holistic lifestyle coaching that we might not think of, like the quality of our breathing, like we, I mean, maybe we've heard about, it, but like just the fact of like how chewing affects your life or how the way that you eat your food or the way that you think about your food, or if you're breathing through your nose and fast or deep. And like we said, what are you thinking? There's, it, it goes so much deeper than eating healthy and exercising. And that, and that, that is what inspired me to be a holistic lifestyle coach too, because two things as a personal trainer, one, I was seeing all my high performing clients they come in, work out two times a week, three times a week, but they're not eating well. They're stressed out to the max. They're not sleeping well. And that's not healthy. Like you can't out exercise a bad diet or bad stress, you know? So I think I lost train of thought. So I think I'll come back to you, but you get what I'm saying. (laughs) There's so much more. There's so much more. So be curious about your own actions and behaviors. And are they in alignment with what you're trying to create for yourself. Yeah. And you have to, sorry, you have to be very vulnerable with yourself in order to ask yourself these questions. And they're hard to do. And I think that's where journaling is a very powerful tool to kind of prompt yourself to ask questions. But sometimes it's hard and you're going to cry and it's going to be scary, but you're going to get through it and you're going to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Well, for those who are listening, such as myself, who may have tried journaling, didn't like it, tried journaling, failed then tried gratitude journaling, failed again. What would you say? I would ask you what your goal is. What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. And go from there because it's not going to work for everybody. There, There's principles that will apply and maybe it's not journaling that it is, but maybe it's <clears throat> you wake up if we're going to talk about a gratitude practice. Maybe it's wake up and you just count five things on your fingers. I literally wake up every single morning and count 10 things I'm grateful for before I even get out of bed. And that just shifts the whole thought pattern for the day. So <clears throat> again, it comes down to what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Is it mindset? Is it what, you know, what kind of habit do you want? 
before I can even say like, I'm resistant to it, but it's, what do you, what do you want to, what do you, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. It's not, it's not black and white. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, nothing really ever is. And that's one of, uh, <laughs> one of the, do you know who Alex Hormozzi is? Should I? You don't necessarily need to. He wrote a book named uh, $100 million offers. Interesting. Uh, yep. It's a good book. And he, he's also, I thought you might know because he was a gym entrepreneur. He like taught a bunch of gyms how to like, I don't know. He had this $42,000 package that he would sell to gym, but he's like, we're going to increase your income by $219,000. So everybody would buy it from him. And that's how he got a hundred million dollars or whatever. But um, he's, he was talking about like our thoughts and our beliefs and um, the I am statements being very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was about to have an I am statement. That's why I brought up that whole thing. And now I'm not like going to make it an I am statement. <laughs> I have uh, a tendency to think in black and white. Uh-huh. And so I've been learning that light is gray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> side note, but same, same topic. One of my favorite quotes is by James Allen. <laughs> have you read, you've read his book as a man thinketh? Oh yeah. And one of the quotes in there goes, his wishes and prayers are only gratified and answer when they align with his thoughts and actions. Say it one more time. <clears throat> his wishes and prayers are only gratified and answered when they align with his thoughts and actions. I love that. Oh my God. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. How do we, and this may be the journaling, identify misalignment of thoughts and actions and wishes and prayers? Well, it's a great question. I think having conversations like this, first of all, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of feel like both of us have kind of gotten a little aha about our own selves in this conversation in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> can you ask the question one more time? Because I got distracted by that. Um, how do we identify misalignment of wishes and prayers and thoughts and okay. actions? Got it. Um, I think that would be starting to incorporate mindfulness practices and having an intention for your day, even in the beginning. Like I think starting your day off intentionally before anything, and then also incorporating some kind of mindfulness-based practices. And I say that with mindfulness is like, slow down, like turn off your phone, like just be with yourself, even if it's with three to five minutes, because if we're constantly inundated and we are constantly inundated by external stimulus we have our phones we have our computers we have our emails we have things to do groceries to do but if we don't make time to stop it all we're never going to get that self-reflection because we have to have an awareness and we have to want to have the awareness intentionally and maybe you start doing that by you hang something above your bed that says i'm going to be intentional today and then that makes you think okay well what am i going to be intentional about so that you know how you're you're starting your day right i have this um when I was feeling very unmotivated, um, probably end of 2020, I have this mission of wanting to bridge the gap of spirituality and science and make an impact on people's physical, mental, emotional state. I had this, I drew a picture and it said, do it for the mission. And I like made it pretty and I hung it right at the end of my bed or like on the wall. So that when I woke up every morning, that was the first thing that I saw. So, so if you feel resistant to a mindfulness practice or being intentional, like 
well, what, what, and maybe you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, but, but if you could dream big, like, what would it be? And just like, go for it. You know what I mean? It could be the most ridiculous thing ever. Something like you want to be a rapper, (laughs) (laughs) right? But like, I might as well work towards it and just have a reflection of, are you working towards it? Why aren't you working towards it? What's the quality? Like kind of having a goal in mind and your goal can change, but starting to work towards something, because if we work towards nothing, we don't have a target to hit. Yeah. And the target can change, but we need a target to hit. Absolutely. I love it. There we go. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. Okay. First question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Okay. Um, my favorite book would be The Celestine Prophecy. I think that's how you say it. Have you ever heard of that? Say it one more time. The, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's The Celestine Prophecy or The Celestine Prophecy. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I very much enjoyed that book. I've read it a couple of times, and I've always... I wouldn't say always, but in more recent years, in the last five years, I've dabbled a lot more with yogic breath and energy work and Tai Chi and yoga. And this talks about, um, using your own energy and being able to, I don't mean to sound woo woo on here, and this is not something I typically talk about, but it's, it's about kind of like feeling your own energy and also seeing it and something that you can develop over time. And I, it's in a story format, so you can kind of take it, um, you can take it slow, but it's a, it's a really good book. Very inspiring. I might have to bump it up on my reading list. Cause you know, I've, like I said, I've been hearing a lot about, you know, woo woo things, manifestation, all that good yeah. stuff, law of attraction, feeling energy has been one of them, like the different types of healing. Like somebody mentioned sound healing on the podcast Ooh, the other day. Yes. And then yeah. I was like, sound healing. That was, that was literally my reaction. I was like, what's that? Well, and she explained it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what were you gonna say? No, I was just it's a vibration, like, and that's why music is so powerful too. Like music invokes emotion in people, right? Like it can make us feel sad or it can make us feel happy. Same thing with if it's sound bowls, like that that has a healing vibration to it. Yes. And you know, I used to say this is what I'm saying when we're like we like scoff at all this stuff, but it we're like doing it or experiencing yeah. it in our everyday life. I yeah. used to say from the ages of like 12 to 18, I didn't listen to music. That's because it was a really um, hard time in my life. And I had very, very negative emotion that I hadn't dealt with. I wasn't willing to deal with it because I realized that if I did, I would like shut down. I was scared of shutting down and I needed to be productive to get to where I wanted to be in life. So I couldn't afford to shut down. So I just blocked that emotion off. And so I wouldn't listen to music because I knew that's what it would do. I'm like, that's sound healing, like literally. Uh, me avoiding it wow that's very intuitive of you also to know that 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 would that you could feel that that would invoke that emotion but for anybody else listening it's good to face that emotion and work through it faster the better it's never as scary as you think it is you think it's going to be scary but it's very much enlightening after and it's hard like you still have a lot of emotion and you feel and you cry but it's better to get rid of the baggage as soon as possible especially young yeah it's hard to do but yeah no for sure it's something something i'm still working on but yeah i've taken a lot of steps since i was an angry 15 year old (laughs) that is for sure it's all Um, the process as we learn to find the keys that fit and turn i like that thank you (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just wanted to point out that that stuff happens every day. And so yeah. I'm going to bump that up because energy has been one of the things that I've been like really wanting to learn more about. I just bought a book. I think it's more of like a scientific book. Um, it's called energy medicine and I haven't, I've read the first page, but in the book I have called how to eat, move and be healthy. Who's by Paul check. He references this textbook of, it's like the electric current that goes through our body mm-hmm. and the energy, like we are energy, right? Like we need energy. So I'm very excited to read that because I want to learn the scientific aspect of it. I don't want to just be like, Oh, I can feel my energy. It's like, what's actually happening and why can't I feel my energy? You know? Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Um, weird, weird thing, but sometimes, um, one of the, uh, meditative things that Mm -hmm. I do, Mm -hmm. I I used to say I'm not a big meditator, but I do it just in unconventional ways. Like I don't sit in silence with my legs crossed, but I like to meditate. I think we Mm -hmm. all kind of have our periods of meditation. I'll be on a walk and I'll visualize, um, I'm a big anime fan. <laughs> and one of the things about anime is they'll often have an aura of energy uh-huh. around them. Mm-hmm. And so I'll visualize my aura of energy and also really with trees, the aura of energy that like a tree has. And I'll just visualize it while I walk and it's very soothing. Yeah. It's just, it's just a weird thing. So that's why I've been really curious about the energy stuff. Cause I'm like, there may be something there. There definitely is. And kind of backtracking a tiny bit, but in, if we're looking at energy in like the form of like a Reiki, I don't practice Reiki or anything, but think about your initial, everybody does it. Everybody practices Reiki because listen to this, your initial, whenever you hurt yourself is to grab it and to like put your hand over it and, and, and maybe it's to like protect it, but like, that is you like putting your energy on your body to protect whatever you just hurt and heal it. Yeah. wild see it's those it's those reactions where i'm like there's something to it because that's the same thing with sound healing like she was like when you get scared you scream that's a release and i was like blew my mind (laughs) blew my mind so uh thank you for pointing out another thing that just blew my mind again well cool what is one way you like to take care of yourself my favorite thing ever is rolling on my yoga mat, listening to music and stretching. And that's kind of like a form of meditation for me too, where I, if I, especially if I'm trying to process something emotional, kind of feeling where it is in my body and what is that trying to tell me? That's, I would say that's my, my, one of my greater forms of self-care 100%. And I make sure that I do some kind of stretching or yoga or breathing or meditating every single day. Um, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are definitely, I would say those are the big ones. Love it. Yeah. And what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to get Lizzo to rap your song, meet Miley Cyrus or meet Paul Jack? I mean, really just, I feel like I'm on the right track to be completely honest. I think I will be completely vulnerable and say that I think that there are sometimes I could be a little bit more focused because I get really excited about a lot of different things. <laughs> so I think, um, I think focusing on one thing, I think it's literally the acronym for focus is focus on focus on center until no, what is it? There's an acronym around it. 
follow one follow one course until successful oh there it is yep. there it is follow one course oh, yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah i think um I, I think just keeping doing what i'm doing making sure that i'm making sure that i'm getting my goals accomplished there we go but that's all i got <laughs> i love it no focus is key and it's a skill yeah. that um one can be developed but two is missing in a lot of people well, and it's hard these day and age when you are living by yourself and at home and there's nobody really to keep you accountable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And work in your living room. Oh, there's a couch. There's a couch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's where you think about the mission. Do it for the mission. What's the intention? There we go. Is what you're doing helping or hurting you to get to your goals? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Awesome. Um, that made me think of something. It's incredible. Um, there's this quote, I'm going to butcher it. I don't okay. even know who it's by, but it was something like, it was something around wasting time and how somebody who is, who has like fully realized the value of life, like doesn't waste a moment of time. And then I was thinking about, you know, I've also been learning a lot about like self-confidence and all that good stuff. And I was thinking about, I've seen how much I choose to not value myself throughout my days and how much I choose to not value my own life. And I'm like, is that why I'm like sitting here, like doing things that I don't really care about that are like not really getting me to where I want to be? Like when I really think about the action I need to take to actually make um, stuff happen, it's like, it's very simple. I know what to do. Yeah. Not doing it because of that, like what were you calling it earlier resistance yes resistance well and it's funny that you say that too first of all i just have to say that i appreciate from both of our perspectives both of us being vulnerable and things that we could be doing better because i think people need to hear that like (laughs) nobody's perfect like we struggle with things too even though you're the host of this and i'm a holistic lifestyle coach like i'm not perfect all the time i had some girl scout cookies (laughs) (laughs) you know But, but it's, I just like when you're facing an emotion, it's never as bad as you think it is when you're getting things done. It never takes as long as you think it's going to, if you focus on it. And I found that today when I was working and I got so much done and I did it for 15 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, like my, my mental work up to doing this took me three hours, but the actual task took me 15 minutes. And I think it's like, man, when you like realize that and then keep that information in front of you and um, it's a lot easier to focus, get things done. But then it's like, what, what has been getting me is like, you know, I'm still W2 nine to five and (laughs) they put like two hours of work in front of me. Like I can get all my work done in like hour and a half, two hours, and then I have six hours of time. And I'm like, what? you realize is once you start getting focused, like there's so much more you can accomplish so much more you can put on your plate that you can get done. If it's like fulfilling work, that's not draining. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Man, we really do have a lot of time in the day, but anyway, awesome. Well, one last question for you, please. So you know how there are people on the planet who have a really fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that. 
unfortunately. Other times, they'll make the switch to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? You have to have an emotional connection to something. Hmm. There has to be a bigger why the two change, because if there's no emotional connection to anything, then you're not going to change. And that's why some people don't start exercising until they've had a heart attack or they're on their deathbed. And then they go, Oh shit, I need to change service ring. Uh, <laughs> but then they go, I need to change, you know, but, but if, if you have a greater why, or what are you trying to, and, and honestly, the, the, it might be small. It could be like my why is because I need to tend to my garden. Cause I know that some people don't have family and don't have a lot of friends and they might be kind of stuck and isolated and a little bit depressed, but find one thing that brings you joy and use that, that joy, that feeling of joy to create more of that in your life and things will start opening up for you. So I think if you're feeling resistant, find something that gets you emotionally connected and that gives you joy. And then you might think differently about changing your mindset. There we go. Well, awesome. Megan, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Do you know, this has just been like the most pleasant conversation I've had <laughs> in a while. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Well, Megan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Awesome. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Megan had to say, you loved who she is, make sure to follow her. What's the best way to contact you? Um, I would say the easiest one to remember is going to be my Instagram handle of world of wellness. It's world of wellness dot center. I won't even try to spell my last name to follow me personally on social media. So I'd go with world of wellness center. There we go. World of wellness dot center. And all that will be in the show notes. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people, you know, need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.